Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Thursday, September 28th, we're back. National, this is a good one, National Good Neighbor Day, which who doesn't love a good neighbor? Am I right, Owen? I mean, how could you hate a good neighbor? They're, uh, it's, I mean, it's great. Good stuff. Adam was never a good neighbor. Not saying that he can't be or won't be in the future, but. Well, oh, I think he's, I think he may have spent. He's probably, I've seen him be a good neighbor for a yeah, day. Yeah, I've, I've spent like nine hours being a good neighbor. I think maybe we should explain. I mean, I don't. I kind of want to keep the lore alive, but this is, I guess, now three people who worked once upon a time for maybe a good neighbor. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, there's many, many others, many listeners too, or at least several. There's a lot of good neighbors that I know in my life, so it's good. It's a really, it's a, it's a brotherhood almost at this point. <laughs> it is, or it's like almost everybody we know has been a good neighbor at some point. Famous guest Ryan, yeah. other famous guest Ryan. Who actually went to work in his Timberland boots? People forget about that. Um, lots of good times. Famous guest Tony, of course. It's also National Drink Beer Day, which I mean, for the good neighbor we're talking about, that kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah. Adam used the raised hand function instead of speaking. Yeah. Um, I just have an official statement that I need to make. This is my chance. Um, so first and foremost, uh, I would like to apologize to Phil and to Owen and to Caleb for uh, missing out on the previous show. And this includes uh, not being present to take accountability for some of my takes. I know it looked like I was uh, being a bit of a coward and it's fine if that's your impression, but I promise I had a legitimate reason for not being present. That being said, I'm sorry for missing out and I do respect you guys for the takes that you made that were in opposition of mine and um i uh regret that and i hope to be better moving forward do you have any answer for the fans are wondering if you have an answer for your uh six and ten week if you have anything <laughs> to say for that yeah i mean uh you know like you kept saying last year regression to the mean i mean i'm not a professional gambler i don't expect to go 13 and 3 every week um you have some good weeks you have some bad weeks and sometimes the board is harder to read and that was a harder board for me i think we had a good week as a show and it just shows there's strength in numbers but individually i just didn't do too well okay okay i can accept that you know is there anything else that uh i i'm happy to answer more questions that something held you back is there a medical term for what held you out of the lineup on Sunday? Yeah, so I went to Medicine Hat on uh, on Sunday. As I told Phil in the morning, I won't be back until late. Um, on the way there, I stopped at a Wendy's in Brooks. And uh, basically, long story short, the urgent care doctors think I got salmonella from that Wendy's. So <laughs> I've been uh, <laughs> definitely struggling with my... Uh, with my digestive system right now <laughs> if at any point you need a break in this recording just use the raised hand function it'll probably happen twice based on uh <laughs> okay. the averages that have been going on <laughs> 
and about about the Cowboys, I mean, uh, I don't I don't think I have too much to say. Like, I feel like you guys kind of went over most of it. I mean, I was probably just like a bit of a look ahead, a bit of an underestimate an opponent, and maybe Arizona is not actually that bad. But I, I just think they fell asleep a little bit. It was disappointing, but it's not the end of the world to me. Sort of related to the Cowboys. Uh, this wasn't actually a take that you made on the sh- show, first reported by Phil. You think Dak is a better quarterback than Lamar Jackson? I was just wondering um, if you could make a statement in regards to that, just because uh, just more out of genuine curiosity uh, yeah. than anything else. Yeah, so that's not actually a statement I made. Um, I actually sent Phil a ranking of my top 12 quarterbacks. I did have Lamar above Dak. Um but essentially, the the argument that was being made there is Phil had Dak quite a bit lower than I did. And um, his main argument was Dak hasn't done it in the playoffs. And I just pointed to someone who we both agreed was a pretty good quarterback in Lamar Jackson and said he hasn't really done it in the playoffs either. So what's kind of like, you know, a bit of an inconsistency there with his reasoning. So th- that was kind of like where I was getting at. I obviously think Lamar is better than Dak Prescott. Good. Okay. Um, makes me happy to hear that. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that we cleared the questioning period. It's good to have you back. No Caleb today. Um, he'll be back on Monday. As for Alex, I think like October 10, if I had a guess, but I don't know for sure. This vacation, I don't, I don't want to poke him too many times. A couple things though. I really, he, the last couple of days was getting pretty into it about, Dame Lillard going to the Raptors, I would have paid legitimate money to see his face when he found out that they didn't get him because he was getting pretty cocky. Second, he spent $98 of fab on Devon a chain and then texted me, let's go. Like, I can't believe I got him. Like you spent $98, dude. I'm not really so sure why you're so <laughs> surprised. And then third, I did. There was a couple people who I saw the other day who said, they just fired up the pod for the first time in a while. And where's Alex? Where's Alex? I just want people to know that he is coming back if if it wasn't already clear enough. But anyway, I digress. I His vacation seems to still be going quite well, if I would surmise that point. <laughs> I just love how he's like mid-vacation and he gets the like transactions have been processed <laughs> notification and it's 2 a.m. our time and he's just like, let's go. And, and my favorite part is I was reading, like, I'm sure 90% of people read the, like, when, when you go to players, the suggested Yahoo article, and you read the one about Devon, and it's like, just spend all your fab, no one else dropped 200 yards, that's available on waivers. And Alex read that, and he was like, Bet. <laughs> like, I'm dropping all my fab. <laughs> I mean, you don't take it with you. That's what I will say. Yeah. You don't take it with you. No. Spend it while you can. That's the guy who still has... A hundred dollars. Yeah, well, I haven't looked at the waiver wire, uh, but I believe me, if I was uh, in Alex's shoes, I would have spent a hundred. The thing about Owen is, I was looking at his team today, two and one in our league, which you know you pay you pay fifty dollars to be a part of. So like usually, you know, the people are putting in the work, seeing because it's a big prize, like four hundred bucks. And I'm looking at Owen's team, and I'm like, this really is like kind of an interesting dichotomy he's got here. Like, it's sort of an interesting balance to the lineup. I go back, he he just drafted the team and then didn't open the app since. It's just all the players are in the same spot that they were in week one. 
I'm in so like I'm in too many leagues, like family leagues and different leagues and stuff where I just instead of sort of caring about some more than others, I just kind of swept them all under the rug and and I'm just all in on picks like fantasy sort of lost a little bit of its shine for me. It just kind of gets diluted. And so I just go all in on picks. Yeah, I got to be honest. I'm kind of out on fantasy, too. I feel it is increasingly making me frustrated, but that's, you know a conversation for a different day. I like picks more. We're just better at doing picks, maybe. I'm just not good at fantasy, maybe. I don't know. Um, Quickly, before we do our picks this week, NFL stuff. We have the games on Monday. I don't know. Do you want to move any of those four helmets? I feel like they're all pretty good. I think the results were pretty much what we expected. Owen nailed the Baker cycle, as per usual. Improved our picks record to 10-5 and in doing so. And... Cincinnati, I mean, they don't look good, but I'd be afraid to put them down to the frisk zone, to be honest with you. So I'm okay with them, but do you want any movement there, Owen? We also have the Bucks in Frisky, right? Yeah. Which, based on their division, is reasonable. Yeah, and they they didn't play terribly. I mean, they got the Eagles. It was, I mean, I watched most of that game. It was never like it was a blowout from like the second quarter it was never yeah really but they, they had some flashes I, I wasn't i was quite disappointed but i, anyways, <laughs> I don't know you did they... as a better as a as a as a better of of uh buccaneers five and a half plus five and a half uh adam i'm surprised you're not disappointed by like a 20 point blowout but that's neither here nor there it was 14 points so yeah um yeah it was... only three times the spread <laughs> I I don't think they showed any flashes, to be honest. I thought the Eagles should have been up by a lot more, but I still like them more than the other teams in that division. I don't take the Saints very seriously, as we know. Two interceptions, uh, you know, a good drive on offense. That's that's what I mean by flashes. Like they had two picks, so I'm pretty happy with that. Adam's happy. Where are we at with the Eagles? It's a good question. I feel that they are comfortably worse than Dallas and yes. San Francisco at this time. But at some point, they could be better than them. I, I'm not writing them off or anything. I just think at this time, and the leaves are not even off the trees, at this time, they're worse than those two teams. Yeah, I didn't want to speak yeah. first because I might be biased, but they're the worst team in the league, in my opinion. Um, and it just seems like they get carried by their lines. Like, their O-line is so good that it's just, like, it's not... They make DeAndre Swift look like the best football player to, to play in years, so... Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how good their D line is, really, or their defense this year, just generally speaking. Their Seems D-line's to me, good. yeah. Well, I would say their unit as a whole is probably a cup below what it was last year. But I, that isn't to say they should be moved down. I just think I, I would agree with you. I think they're um, low end elite. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I do. I mean, Swift has like seven yards of a gap to run through every time he gets the ball. So, I mean, he does look great, but I see all these tweets that are like, oh, why'd the Lions get rid of this guy? It's like, well, the Lions aren't exactly, you know, dressing the Eagles front line up there. So I know they have a good offensive line as well, but two different situations. My question that relates to the Eagles and a couple of the teams we saw on Monday is I saw an interesting chart of the 2020 draft for quarterbacks, which in order went... Burrow first, Tua fifth, Herbert sixth, Jordan Love 20th, and then Jalen Hurts 57th. That's a pretty amazing group of quarterbacks looking back on it. And I've seen a bunch of people who are saying 
Well, the irony is that even though Miami's the best team in the league, if they took Herbert over Tua, then they would be even better than they are right now. And I don't know, you know, I'm not the quarterback whisperer. Shout out to that guy. I'm not breaking the film down, but is that really, is there really that much of a difference between those two at this point in time? Do you really think that? Yes, I do. With every single, yeah, every cell in my body, yeah. (laughs) So if you were to do that draft again, You'd have Tua going it's Herbert fourth. By a mile. You'd have Tua going fourth, though. Uh, yeah, I'd have Herbert first by a mile. Then I would have uh, Burrow, and then I mean Hertz. That's I don't know. I would. I guess it just depends on your structure. There, those are two guys that depend very system dependent. I kind of agree with Owen. I would have Herbert first, then Joe, and then I would probably have Tua and then Hertz. Wow. Maybe. I mean, Phil, I want to give you credit here because you put me onto this quarterback school guy and i've watched about it's the new jcs for me i've seen about nine of his videos in the past 48 hours maybe 10 uh and i watched his actually this morning at like 8 8 a.m uh, i was a little late to school because i was watching a 30 minute breakdown herbert's film from week three and wow that guy is spectacular highest completion percentage in the nfl and every throw he makes is just a dot bad coverage uh to you know Pretty, pretty average to slightly below average receivers. It's just he what he does week in and oh week out my is God. unbelievable. I, like, and I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, you can say his receivers are good. I'm all with you uh, on the on but, the Herbert hype, but like there's no world where his receivers are average to below average. Like they are good. Really? I would yeah. say Keenan Allen is a wide receiver one on like eight to ten teams. I don't agree with that personally, but yeah, I think he's great, and I think Mike Williams is great. Now he's out now, which sucks, but yeah. I think he's very good. Yeah, I think he's okay too. My <laughs> my take on this draft is more or less that those five teams, like they just wouldn't do it over again. Like everybody would be content with those picks. Even the Packers, who could have had Hurts, would say it's not a disaster that we didn't end up with them. I can't remember. Like if you look at the next year's draft, like. The Jets certainly regret taking their quarterback second. The Niners got rid of the quarterback they took third. The Bears hate the quarterback they took 10th. And Mac Jones is Mac Jones. The fact that five in a row worked out that well, I don't know that I've ever seen that before since like the Elway Marino Jim Kelly draft in 84. Not to go, you know, NFL rule book on you there, but this just doesn't happen. I'm kind of shocked because yeah. even a year ago, it didn't look like that was going to happen. Like Tua and Love looked like weak links there. And I mean, not to be too much of a hater, but I feel like if you draft Hurts, you kind of have to be building. Like you have to change your whole team to play around Hurts. It's kind of like, like same as Lamar and stuff. Like a team like the Packers who would have wanted to sit him behind Rodgers for a few years, they can't just like throw in Hurts and have success. It's kind of something you need to, you know, grow plant the seeds as uh Sirianni was saying I suppose so maybe it also says something about the five teams that took the quarterbacks but Cincinnati had no track record before it for the record for me Burrow Herbert Tua Hurts and then give me love fifth but love's not that far back so you're not you're not worried about uh Joe Cool at all I mean I don't like the guy but he's pretty obviously the 
pick that you would make out of that group. He's already been to the Super Bowl. No, yeah, no. you're just well, you're a, a Herbert I, I can say, You can say no, 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 no. You, you you can say you would take him, but to say it's pretty obvious. I mean, you ask 30, 31 or thirty GMs in the league, they're taking Herbert over him. Cap. Well, you can I, talk to Colin Coward. He might be the, you know. Yeah, well, he thinks the Steelers are the ninth best team in the league. So let's put him in a little corner oh, for I a agree. while. I was just asking about this year. Like, what do you think is going on? Oh, I think he's just got the, got the calf problem. I think I've seen the people. Oh, Listen, oh. I'm I'm far from a defender. We <laughs> know that. you saying he was faking it? Heat, the heat, calf. heat exposed. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm far from a defender, but I'm going to tell you right now that I've seen oh, all true. these people out there who are like, you don't know what he's playing through, all this and all that. And it's like, hmm, maybe they're on to something. Because, listen, I agree with you. It's heat. But this is a guy who didn't do a training camp. I'm not saying, oh, he's a bad quarterback all of a sudden. I've seen him in two-minute drills in big playoff games get results. So I can't, I can't hate. I can't hate. Okay. Maybe, maybe I wish I could, though. Because I I have some things I'd like to say, but they don't fit my narrative today, so I can't do them. But that's fine. Um, anyway, I don't have you know a crazy opinion on Devonte Adams saying I don't have time to wait around. Devonte, dude, you asked for a trade to Derek Carr's team. That was the only place you wanted to go. You should have <laughs> known that this was a possibility. I don't have any sympathy for you, even though I watched on Sunday night and he's like the only guy that they have. Um, I'm sorry, I'm not really feeling that much sympathy for him. Having said that, though, it does seem like kind of a poverty Raiders thing to do to just keep him, not trade him for no reason. Just be like, well, we need Devontae Adams if we want to go 6-11. and 11. So I don't see him going, but... Yeah, no sympathy for me. I'll give sympathy to the guy who uh, who sweats it out with the team that, yeah, that drafted him. But, I mean, Derek Carr, you had 10 years of... Uh, you know, sample size there. You know what you're getting yourself into. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, week four, let's do it. Detroit Lions on Thursday night on the road to take on the uh, Green Bay Packers. Jordan loves Green Bay Packers, who are getting back Christian Watson and Aaron Jones. And I don't think David Bakhtiari is back yet, but they are with those two skill position players. Taylor Decker is going to make his season debut for Detroit. Lions minus one and a half on the road. The Lions won this game last year and they won the home game. I think it was the first sweep of the Packers in God knows how long, but they have the recent edge. Adam, what do you like here? I know Owen likes the Lions, so if you both like the Lions, then I'll concede. Well, I don't want to be a wishy-washy guy here, but I could see this going either way, so if Owen's got a stronger inkling than me, that's fine. I would just say Packers have a little bit more motivation factor after losing those games last year and coaching advantage and skill position player boost advantage. Just a couple ideas, but are you really yeah. sold on Detroit on it? You know, I, I'm not, I don't just pick them blind, but do I think they're better than a point and a half, point and a half better than Green Bay? Uh, I do think that. Green Bay, well, just last week, I mean, they, they barely eked out a win against the Saints team. Uh, that was head, that was led being led by uh, Jameis Winston, right? So I, I just, I mean, I, I don't really see it with the Packers. I think they're like a average team, really. But um, I think the Lions are are a really really good team. I'm not going to edge a guy out. Owen likes the Lions. Let's take the Lions. But this is one of those coin flips to me. Let's just give them the Lions. It's fine. Get a little cachet for later when we can take one that we have a stronger inkling on. 
That's my. That's what we're going to do. I think, Adam. Let's roll the yeah. ball forward. Play it out. Okay, add the Lions to the sheet. Yeah. And I got to say, I love Tuesday morning, midday, checking the sheet and seeing the Lions. I think I like that more than actually watching the games. I got to be honest. That is the best feeling ever. Loading up the new paper and seeing all the spreads on the board and the ones that jump out and the, all of the trap games I'm going to think about the rest of the week. That is an elite feeling. Have you shouted out our own record yet? 10 and 5 as a show. Unbelievable stuff to start the season, but I just I want to keep this momentum going. I want another winning week. No losing week so far. Let's keep that going. Sunday night football. Jets home for Kansas City Chiefs. I don't want to say what I'm about to say. And you guys are going to spin this and say I want to talk about what I'm saying, but I have to say it as a man of integrity and honor. 10 minutes before we clicked record, it was announced that Taylor Swift was going to be at this game. I do, Again, I don't want to talk about this. You're going to spin this and say, I do want to talk about this. But I just, as a man of integrity and honor, had to tell you that. Anyway, Chiefs minus nine and a half on the road. Jets signed Trevor Simeon this week, Owen. That was a big piece. Yeah, it's I mean better than Zach. And maybe adding Colin Kaepernick to the practice squad. Yeah, we'll see about that. I saw a video of him uh, training today. Really? Was it from oh, 2018, like the rest of them? or No date. It was a, it was a Snapchat video. Mm, so with the, with the black rectangle. <laughs> so probably not from 2023. <laughs> uh, see, this one is a, is a tough one for me because last week, I think all uh, five or... F- Four of the five of the of the games that I picked incorrectly were games with big spreads. I I'm, I airballed every single one, uh, and so I'm kind of I don't have a great read on these. Can the Jets defense keep it close enough? And I would be inclined to say no. So, so I would probably go with Kansas City. But again, you can put me down as like a four or like a three out of ten on the conviction scale. So I'm happy to defer to you guys. I don't want to sit there watching this game with Zach Wilson on my side. I don't want to do that. But I also don't think the Chiefs have really sold me anything that amazing yet. They beat up on the Bears. Good for them. Otherwise, I haven't really seen it. We don't rate the Jaguars. They could have lost that game easily. I feel like the defense could keep it close, but I don't want Zach in this game. So I'm a little more inclined to side Kansas City, but I could be convinced to take Jets if Adam wants to do so. I might be redeeming my first classic of the season. Okay. But I think this is just the classic, it's the Chiefs game. Like, I just want to pick the Chiefs. And I know Alex isn't here, but Alex would want us to take the Chiefs as well. I think that's Who, By the point. way, I think Alex might be the biggest Chiefs fan like in Calgary, <laughs> like he pretends to be a Raiders fan, but this guy loves the Chiefs. It's a good point. Yeah, this is a classic. It's the Chiefs. And, you know, we are running low on opportunities to bet against Zach Wilson. I think this actually might be the, the au revoir song to Zach Wilson's NFL Is he going to start? Yes, he's in. Oh, Let's yeah. just, and, for old time's sake, let's just take the Chiefs. One more ride. Yeah, and this isn't yeah. even an easy game for Zach. Like, the Chiefs' defense has apparently been, like, good this year. So, I think this is still going to be, like, a struggling game for Zach Wilson. 
well, on offense. So. I, th- I think he could go against the UBC Thunderbirds and run into some trouble. So I <laughs> maybe the Chiefs' good defense is not that big of a, a swing. But I'm in. All right, one more time. One last dance against Zach. I'm in. Um, and Monday Night Football, listen, the stupidest line of the week. I, I hate that we committed to picking primetime games because it means we have to pick this game. Seahawks at Giants. Giants minus one and a half. I hate to say this, classic long flight game. It's a classic long flight. Couldn't be going more west to east. Giants with four more days to prepare. And the fact that this is such a crazy line means all the squares are going to be on Seattle. Do I want to lose money on the Giants again? No. Does it make more sense to me to take the Giants? Yes. I feel like it doesn't matter. I think every time I said long flight game last year, it didn't work out for me. I just and it's feeling. also a Monday night long flight game, so they get extra rest after the long flight. Okay, yeah, good point. But it's still a long flight. You're gonna have to work off that five hour, twenty five minutes somehow. Well, before Owen goes, um, I mean, sure, all the squares are gonna be on Seattle, but all the squares are also gonna be on Kansas City, and. I just think there's some games that you don't need to overthink. And I think Seattle is a much, I think Seattle is a a very good team. I think they should be in good in the helmets. And I think after this game, we're going to be moving them into good. And um, I don't think the Giants are at their level. Uh, I agree with you, Adam. Okay. Let's take Seattle. I'm fine with that. I, it's another one of those. I don't want to be sat there cheering for the Giants. So, okay, that's fine. We'll square it up this week. This is, and that's yeah, fine. this is kind of like when we took Patriots minus two and a half against the Jets last week. Like we were like, oh, route line, like they're trying to, but no, like sometimes you just gotta sometimes you just gotta make the pick. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Okay, let's do it. We'll square it up. That's fine. All right. Which one jumps out to you on the sheet, Adam? Ooh. Um, okay. I like LA Rams. Plus one and a half against the Colts. Uh, I think this is kind of, I'm pretty sure Minshew isn't playing. It's going to be Richardson again, but I think this is kind of like a overreaction to the Colts winning a game that they should not have won and kind of got lucky with uh, officiating errors and some like lucky bounces their way and stuff. And I think that kind of moved this line the wrong way. And it, the Rams, and had the Rams are like a much better team than the Colts. So um, I like the Rams. I'm not against it. Well, I I do like the Colts, but we could put that on the sheet. Uh, The one I wanted to shout out uh, was Miami versus uh, Buffalo. I was quite surprised to see that Buffalo was favorite uh, in this favorites in this game. Uh, And I, I mean, I just think Miami is a better team in most ways really at this point. So I, I think they'll win like, comfortably so you don't yeah that's not one i would want to no i'm not in on that at all i don't want to take that game in any way i (laughs) that's a classic could go either way (laughs) you hate the bills though you really have like oh and you're telling me you can't see like josh allen throwing five touchdowns and rushing for one and winning against the dolphins in overtime i mean could i see it yeah do i think it's likely no you think it's more likely that the Dolphins just take care of business and it's an easy game for them? 
well, I don't know about easy game, but do I think they win this game? I think there's a 65, 70% chance. Okay. Interesting. Okay. I would be inclined to leave that one off the paper, but it's just, it's a matter of that's a coin flip to me, but Anyway, I like. Can I, can I nominate an alternative? Yeah, just let's do mine first, Is and then okay? and then or you go first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I okay. like New Orleans <laughs> at home minus three and a half against Tampa Bay. I think the cycle tells us that there's usually one more loss in here. The people will want to take Tampa Bay. They're two and one. They've seen them. Oh, bounce back, new Baker. No, 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 same Baker in the cycle. When in doubt. Trust that he's going to mess it up for you. And Saints, bad taste in their mouth, rivalry game at home. Got kind of beat up in the fourth quarter last week. They're going to want to come out. Kamara's back. I think Winston to Carr, no difference. Jameis revenge game. I like Saints, and I think people are going to be on the Bucks. So I like Saints this week. I don't know if you guys want that too. Oh, I love that. I also think this is the classic uh, New Orleans beats up on Tampa Bay at home. Yes. Classic New Orleans takes advantage of brown pants Buccaneers. I love this one. Yeah, I like that one too. Let's hear the alternative. Okay, let's do it. Dallas minus six and a half versus New New England. I, I think this this really is a classic overreaction uh, to New England's defense and Dallas's loss. Uh, I think Dallas is like probably they they should be favored more. Uh, in the neighborhood of like nine and a half here, because I think there's no way uh, this game is even remotely close. They're playing at home. Uh, and I think most of the money is even on New England in this game. So so to me, this is a, it's a pretty easy call. You don't believe in the Zeke revenge game? No. <laughs> who's the other guy? He, uh, they were saying... Will Greer. Uh, was, who's Will oh, Greer? Backup quarterback. Yeah, Will Greer. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think... I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I kind of prefer the Rams, but I'm okay to take Dallas. I'm not against it. And I know Adam might want to take Dallas. I obviously like that pick. Let's yeah. do that. Let's take Dallas. Why not? Because I do feel like Rams Colts is another toss up to me. That could go any way possible. I, I don't Colts know. Colts are dominating that. Interesting. Owen's got the Colts smashing the Rams and the Dolphins smashing the Bills this weekend. The two tightest spreads. He's he's predicting ten points both ways. I respect it. It's big. If and Detroit smashing Green Bay for the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the other tight spread. The other one I liked is I like Pittsburgh as well because this is a classic. I was on Houston last week. Uh-oh. People forget that, but this is a real classic. Tomlin against a rookie quarterback. And every square in the world is going to be on Houston plus three and a half. They're going to say, oh, you see Houston last week? They beat the Jags. Pittsburgh doesn't look good. I like the Steelers there. But that's neither here nor there. We've already set our picks. But it's also for the Steelers to win by three and a half. That means they need to score three and a half more points than Houston, which means the Steelers offense likely needs to score points, which is scary for me. Yes. Scary for me, too. Trust me. Um but that's the card for this week. Once again, Lions minus one and a half, Kansas City minus nine and a half, Seattle plus one and a half, Tampa Bay minus three and a half, Dallas minus six and a half. I like that sheet. Even though there's four favorites on there, this is where we strengthen our lead on the other blazing five. 
even further. This is where we go. So let's hope for some good results this week and keep that moving along. Other thing, quickly, the Lillard trade did happen. I'm in for the Bucks. I think that Adam had a take on the new nickname, Freak Time. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I mean, how did... I, I might need a little history lesson, but how did a Dame Time kind of start? Just because, like, it's Dame Time? Yeah, he's clutch. Yeah, so, like, how does Freak Time even make sense? How does that even incorporate Dame? Because he's like, Dame now Time. you're just saying it's Freak Time. Yeah, maybe you're right, because time is sort of an its own thing. He doesn't get time. Yeah, time isn't a dame isn't a dame thing. It's just time. What about the the Greek dame? <laughs> That's kind of sick. Yeah. Like the Greek like Dame, that. like like Madame, the Greek Dame, yeah. The, yeah. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that's that's good. Going I like that. The Greek Dame. I I think we should just call it that from here on out instead, because I don't want to confuse people with time because what did Shadur Sanders, I don't know if you guys know that he's actually Dion's son and he's the quarterback for Colorado (laughs) Buffaloes, Um, but what did he say after they came back in that game? Brady time. Now all of a sudden, is is Brady point guard for the Bucs? Is he teaming up with Giannis? I don't want to confuse anybody. The Greek Dame, there's no mixing that up. That is a swish. (laughs) I agree. I just wanted to say, uh, on the Deion Sanders thing, uh, cringe. It was it's cringe to me. It's getting cringe, uh, and I was really happy that they got uh, curb stomped on Saturday. That brought, brought put a smile on my face. <clears throat> what do you think is getting cringe? Just uh, well, the trash talk was cringe from a team that uh, was you know never going to win that game. The stepping on the logo, all the stuff they were saying pregame. Uh, and then just the Dion talk. Uh, it's the Dion show, Dion show, Dion show. I'm not. I'm not buying into that. The thing I'm out is, on it. I like Dion. I think he's actually. I, I, I do too. I think he's interesting, and I like like listening to him talk. And I hope he does well. But the media coverage of this is like it's Curry Burrow levels. This is just too much. Let's tone it back down to like a niche thing and then i'd be okay with it but right now this is like a fever pitch i can't yeah i mean to me there it it always depends on how much of the media coverage is like self-inflated or how much is just because like it's a cool story so i mean i'm sure a a big part of it yeah i'm sure a big part of of it is self I'm not following that closely but based on what you said it sounds like it's a lot of self but i feel like it's partially also like Deion Sanders is coaching a team that his son plays on. So like that's naturally where most of the coverage started, but yeah, I feel like the self-inflation has gone a little too far. But don't you think I think it's a, a lot of it's to me 90-10. Uh don't you think his personality is just kind of like that though? Like I don't strike Dion doesn't strike me as non-genuine. Like I think that what he says is like he would say that if the camera was there. If it wasn't there, he'd like wear the hoodies or not. I don't think he like plays it up for the coverage. I just think that it's yeah the coverage just latches onto it a little too quickly or too yeah, hard. Yeah, I mean his name was Prime Time. Yeah, I mean I think he's clearly a competitive, intense, sort of flamboyant, outspoken guy. It's just to me that sort of shtick is is kind of wearing thin, especially when you 
lose to a team by however many points they lost to to Oregon by after talking as much trash as they did. It's just kind of cringe to me. Yeah, and they're playing USC this weekend. They are going to get smashed. But like the, compare it to Burrow. Burrow says, oh, I love listening to Kid Cudi pregame so that ESPN will post his highlights with Kid Cudi and then post the quote in the offseason and as it happened. But like... I, I know that Burrow in his head is like, I'm doing this so that that can happen. But uh, to me, that's not what Dion's doing. That's why I'm okay with it. I just don't like the ESPN-ization of it, I guess, if that's an adjective. Do you think um, stepping on a logo is that heat? I think teams interpret I think that's the way it's in- interpreted, yeah. Well, other, like... Like, I understand the, like, when you go out to midfield and, like, purposely stomp on it, but I've seen like, some people get mad when, like, you know, you're walking to the dressing room and there's a logo on the floor and some players walk around it and some don't. Like, I don't think it's that heat to just walk over the logo. Like, it's kind of on think it's, the floor. In I don't way. think it's heat if you're trying, if you're not trying to do it. But, I mean, Colorado, that they knew exactly what they were doing. I mean, there's clips of guys stomping on it. Yeah, like yeah. It's the stomping is he, but I'm I'm talking about other scenarios. Like I've seen a lot of clips of like Ronaldo walked over the Barcelona logo, and it's just like him walking, and it's like okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm out on that. Me too. I'm out on that too. But like I saw one the other day. Owen probably doesn't even know who this is, but they were like, "Look at Jude Bellingham, so respectful of Atletico Madrid, doesn't yeah. walk on their logo." It's like <laughs> that's not what right. I'm talking about. He like he's walking to the dressing room, and he like walks out of his way to yeah. make sure he doesn't step on the logo. It's like, dude, it's literally on the floor in your way. Like, just walk over it. Yeah, I'm out on that. But, you know, there's a difference between that and Kyrie rubbing his anti-Semitic foot on Lucky the Celtics' face <laughs> after the uh, playoff game. Not that I'm a Celtics fan or nothing, but I... Yeah, anyway, I digress. In theory, though, quick question for the both of you. In theory, would you rather see... 10 Deion Sanders posts or 10 I pulled up in the getaway car posts? Just, you know, uh, in theory question. You know, for for someone who doesn't like talking about this, you find a way to bring it up a lot. Yeah, because I'm subjected to it a lot. That's that's why I bring it up a lot. Mm-hmm. For me, it's, it's cringe, uh, the uh, Kelsey stuff. But then I just remember he doesn't actually like, this is all sort of his plan and he's just getting into the bag at the end of the day. So it actually doesn't bother me as much anymore when I think about it. So it's more of the Dion stuff because Dion's getting paid. That's, I mean, he's not getting paid by ESPN, right? That's not where his money's, that's not where his bread's being buttered. So it annoys me less. Well, you know what bothers me more? That's all I'm going to say about it. Even though I like, I like being bothered by things. It's true. I like to get my dander up, but yeah. Anyway, well, Anything else you wanted to discuss, Adam? Well, first of all, I think there needs to be a discussion about people participating in like fantasy leagues and stuff without <laughs> paying the necessary buy-in. That's me. Oh, that's I mean, dis- that's a, that's ridiculous. I I've paid every fantasy league I've ever been in. Now, <clears throat> mm. yeah, wow. sometimes I forget. Uh, you know, it takes a couple a couple weeks but i have never not paid that's much my, my credit is like a thousand okay. on fantasy payments well, yes. that's good to, that's good to know mm-hmm. i had another fantasy related question 
Mm-hmm. Um, what would you put as like both of you kind of your limit on the amount of leagues you'd be willing? Cause I, like, I definitely had the opportunity to be an Owen this year, but I personally declined two leagues and I just cut my limit at three. So I like to stay in total. And that kind of lets me like, even three is kind of borderline, but that lets me focus on the leagues. And I think it makes it more enjoyable. So I mean, I would almost recommend you, Owen, I know it's kind of a hard thing to do, but you should try to cut off as many leagues as you can next year. Not ours, though. That is probably what I'll do. You can't play in more, really, than two without it becoming a major conflict of interest in every game. Seven and eight, I don't even know what's happening. You just have every player in the league at that point. But Well, you don't know what your teams are at that point. Yeah. You don't know... Like at three, you don't know who your guys are. And I mean, the most fun I ever had playing fantasy was when I was in one league. Yeah. And it's never, in, and nothing's ever eclipsed that. I'm in four right now, but like one of them's like an eight team jokes league. One of them's a 10 teamer. So it's not so bad, but next year yeah, I'll try I think, to be in I two. think four is the hard limit, but three is like a, a happy range. Yeah. And then opinion. one is the ideal. One would be ideal, but that's just not, not really possible nowadays. When you have because it kind of feels friends, like yeah, you get invited to a fantasy league, and it's like, you know, people know you like football, so if you say no, they just think you don't like them, and yeah, it's like this whole yeah. thing. And the other problem is, I think some people will have some small sort of gripe with the league, like they'll be like the buy, there's the buy-in's not enough, or like this rule's stupid, or. I want to add my one friend in and then they'll sort of create a spinoff with 90% the same guys, 90% the same rules. And and it's just, you know, it makes the experience worse in both leagues. And maybe the guy who created the league is like kind of a 12 year old at heart. So he makes the PPR scoring and every like points everywhere. Like every game is going to finish in the two hundreds because I love numbers. Um, Just maybe. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe that's something that somebody would do. I don't know. Just well, an idea. I'm really glad I'm only in three leagues and declined the invite to that fourth one. <laughs> this person right. may or may not have appeared on an episode about the Patriots at one time. Maybe. Anyway, I have nothing else I want to discuss. I, I, the, the Bucks did steal Dame, but that's a discussion for when Alex is here. And also... I wanted to get this on the record. Michael Backlund became the Flames captain today. Can you break it down for me? What's the what's the advantage with having like a thirty five year old captain? Is he not going to play for like? Isn't he only going to play for like three, maybe two or three more years? I think the only way they were going to be able to keep him was if they just gave him the captaincy. So, and uh, if you're asking me why do they want to keep Michael Backlund so bad, I can't answer that for you. That's their choice. Well, I don't get why being the captain like, matters. I think he's been on the Flames for like 15, 17 years. I think he just wanted it to like, I don't know. I think it just means uh, like a personal point of pride. I mean, one question I wanted to ask, because I kind of learned about this the other day, and I think it's kind of weird. NHL preseason where the team literally plays teams in two different locations at the same time. I mean, it makes sense. Like, do you think that's a cool idea or like? It's just for practical reasons. You need, 
there's 50, 60 guys in your training camp. You can't, you know, you can't play 15 games where you split them. You got to try to send them to different cities. It makes sense to me. So do you think the NBA should kind of start doing this? No, because their training camps aren't that big. They they have like 20, 25, 22 man training camps, I think. Yeah. So what if they just bumped it up to like 30 and they send 15 guys to each place or even like 25, you send like 12, 13 guys to each place. I mean, you could, but the stars don't even want to play regular season. How are you going to get them to play preseason? <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, 10. 10. 10. Raw. We'll be back Monday, week four. We'll be in the books, and it'll be good. We'll do it before the Jets-Chiefs game, so nobody has to focus in on that too hard. That'll be good. Um, yeah, we'll be back Monday. Talk to you guys then.